Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We thank you as always for uh, listening. And uh, this afternoon we bring you Paul Carrick, the fantastic singer and musician. Uh, worked with Mike and the Mechanics and Squeeze and a lot of his own material as well. How Long, of course, by mm. Ace back in the day. Oh, yeah. Lovely guy. Massive Sheffield Wednesday fan. A regular visitor to the studio. And an old client of Andy's from his menswear days. Oh, yeah. You'll hear all about that. So you hear all about that. Um, we had a chat about last night's game. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a bit of that. Other we all, stuff. We also... Um, uh, something that's got a bit of a tailoring... Um, focus on it that uh, that became a bit of a thing in the show you'll hear about that and we spoke to a Farnham town footballer uh, who he and his brother are eligible to play for Sri Lanka and they issued a come and get me plea to the Sri Lankan FA and we thought we would check in to see how that was going so uh, you'll hear that as well here it all is good afternoon everyone Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. So, uh, yes, I wasn't going to watch Spurs, but obviously as soon as I started off watching... Bit of schadenfreude? Well, of course, they went 2-0 down. So <laughs> Secretly would... tittering. I wouldn't blame you. Everybody does I wouldn't that, blame you. I mean, that's what it, you do, don't you? It was a great bit of coaching uh, mm. by uh, Bruno Martins, their, their coach. I only did it because the expectation was, even from Mike Pieri, our Greek football mm. expert, well, that they would come out and, you know, they would it'd be sort of a uh, bank of five mm. and a bank of four. But they came at Spurs, didn't they? From the off, they were on the ball, they were on the front foot. And uh, I thought that uh, that made a big difference. I think it caught Tottenham cold. They weren't they really were expecting trouble, it. They'd gone in 2-0 down like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was an absolute gift. And you Ooh, did I feel it was Christmas quite... Come early. It was quite <laughs> significant. But they did stink Mar- the place out for a good yeah. half hour. And you, you yeah, know. I thought even longer, really. Mariah, though. No wonder they call him Mariah Scary. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's nice. That's nice. Yeah, That's beautiful. That. <laughs> uh, you didn't see this, but pre-match, Peter mm. Crouch was... Uh, on the panel mm. uh, last night with uh, Glenn and uh, Rio and obviously Gary Lineker mm. but uh, he had a bit of a problem with his voice he obviously thought he could get through <laughs> a couple of hours of punditry a bit of Tom Waitsish oh it, here we are <laughs> yeah, oh, no. and, and he was—he said, I, th- "I thought my days of being substituted were over, but um, they had to see him off. He wasn't there at half time. He'd gone." I know. On a fashion note, I'm not sure about mm. Spurs' grey tracksuits. A bit of a prison issue, isn't it? That? Do you think <laughs> the grey tracksuit? Yeah. Well, maybe it's a big seller in the club I do shop. Like, I don't uh, know. One of the uh, Olympiakos players I like he, is Shimulkas. Yeah. Booked, uh, I like to listen to his national radio show. It's Shimulkas. Is it in 89 countries? Is it? Uh, is it Shimulkas all around the world? <laughs> of is it? Yeah. It is. yeah. yeah. And. Uh, I see Isco's 
Avanisco, because uh, I turned over after. Yeah, you that's went, all Avanisco. He went to three two up, so I thought, well, I'll turn over. To watch you thought it was done then, did you? I Bum, did really. Yeah. You've got more confidence than so I. So I turned over to watch uh, Madrid. It was one nil at the time. They scored, so they two nil. I thought, well, that's done. So mm. I'll turn. I'll turn yeah. over to Juve to watch for ten minutes of sorry ball. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, and uh, but of course I missed the two comeback goals. But I see Isco. He's grown a full beard now. He looks like Dick Strawbridge mm. from Escape to the Chateau. Yeah. Minus Dick's gut, of course. Okay. And, uh, and Diego Simeone, he's also grown his hair. It's gone a bit <coughs> crusty the crown. Crusty uh, the crown? Crusty the clown, yeah. not the cl- crown. Yes. It's quite a hard thing to say. Crusty the clown meets a former Villa centre forward Richard Walker. Crinkly. I've not very, seen very that. Crinkly look. Fantastic. But it was a good night in the Champions League, so fair enough. It was going to be a good it night was. tonight as well. I like the look of uh, old Daniel Pedense, the little oh, yeah, right, decent, the yeah, right-sided he's a player. About him. I, yeah. I, I think Tottenham should have a little sniff round there. I don't mm. know if Olympiakos oh, would uh, let there, him go. Though. Well, he play well against you. He played well in the first game. I thought yeah. he looked it's good. It's called a Fernando Torres. That I yeah. wouldn't bother. Oh, <laughs> uh, we call it an Illy, an Illy Dumitrescu. <laughs> if you've got players that your club bought off of one performance well, or one world, we say one, World Cups. <laughs> world Cups were always. It's like a, a holiday romance, isn't it? Mm. You uh, you know you go to Spain on holiday when you're a kid. You meet somebody there and you think this is true love. Yeah. And then you go back to Spain or vice versa, or, and then you realise. It wasn't actually wasn't that good, quite it? what you no, thought. No, you, no. It was the sun that's and the sangria true. that got yeah. into your head. So that's an Ily Dumitrescu. Okay. So if you did sign anybody uh, and you think, looking back, a good performance against you, uh, let us know. We'll add them to the list. Uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Be fair. Yeah. I mean, Torres had been brilliant at Liverpool. So I could, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, you know, really slightly more than one World Cup. injury, though, knee injury. But uh, talking of misfiring centre forwards, you see the miss from Morata. I think he would have been Oh, yeah, side, yeah. Really, uh, I'm quite intri- intrigued by the news that Greeks, uh, Greece's rugby league team, have made the the rugby world cup. They have, that's rugby right. Rugby league yeah. world cup. Rugby league it. world cup. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that the award for their top player is called Man of Stelios? Is that? <laughs> Not that's really. very good, yeah. Thank you very much. You Thank could have, yeah, night. man of that's very, very good, man of. Could you have said Stelios, man of well, Stel, really. man of Stelios? Some people call him Stelios. Some people call him Stelios. Who calls him Stelios, Andy? <laughs> Me, Just you the for the purposes of that gag. You're the only one who calls him Stelios. That's See, right. Max wouldn't have done that. He'd have just laugh politely. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have taken me to task. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Max is treading a fine line with you, isn't he? He doesn't want to get. That's I don't care true. what you think of me, but Max, for some reason, still does. He does. Mod, yeah. The printer of Britain's banknotes has warned that it could go bust. I'm thinking, just why don't you just increase yeah. the print run? That's what I do. The um, one for me, one for you. <laughs> did you see the the, the um, Connor Hurran story today about um, he kept an old. You mean Tweet. Connor Harahan? Connor, okay, we're, going, are we in the Harahan Hurahan <laughs> situation. I have no idea. Okay, I'm going with you then. Connor Harahan situation. He <laughs> um, he kept a tweet from 2014 when yeah. he was playing at Plymouth, hmm. and he kept it for all those years. It's not a bad idea as as an incentive. Yeah. I mean, this was a bloke called Craig who was a Plymouth fan. Mm. So I mean, it, it's all you know. If if a, if a sort of a, a manager or a player or one of your peers criticizes you, I can understand how you would feed off mm. of that. But Craig, the Plymouth fan. No, I've got one from Craig, the Plymouth fan. Oh, actually, no, Craig was a Villa fan. Oh, the Villa fan. So yeah. maybe that was... Uh, maybe, mm. Who knew that he was going to go and play Craig, there? Craig, the Plymouth fan. Uh, he said at the time, um, he said, yeah, you're Argyle's best player, um, no danger, but the Premier League, there's ambitions and there's reality. And mm. Connor said at the time, uh, something to work towards every day. Can I not dream? And Craig says, of course you can, kidder. I think you're a decent player and rate you, but just be honest... 
I have limitations in my work too. You mentioned Craig on Monday night at Villa Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always we... said he was a great player. Yeah. He's celebrating like that. Uh, Craig's yes. account was taken down, uh, apparently. I don't think he chose to take it down. It was taken down. But maybe <laughs> there were other times he wasn't quite as measured. Sign, no, he really? wasn't quite as measured uh, in his responses. <laughs> but it's interesting that a footballer mm. would feed off of just a kind of remark from just some punter. Yes. Uh, like that and use it as an incentive good news for Villa and actually Craig will turn around and say yeah. it's all thanks to it's him it's down to him it's that the, 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 uh, Connor Harrahan yeah, is doing so well at the lovely moment. left foot hasn't he yeah, he, he certainly really has strikes yeah. the ball well uh, anything else that it mm. I, I could but I, I think I feel I should save some gold well, I think you should. for later keep, keep some gold for later on before we get on to page three yes. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport Jacobs here on Talk Sport. That is the voice of our uh, studio guest. Always good to see Paul Carrick. Hey, lads. Paul, how okay. are you? I'm good, thank you. Is that is that that's a Mike and the Mechanics it song? Is, Mike is it is it your uh, uh, composition? composition? Yeah, Mike and I wrote that together. He, uh, okay. I went down there one day to his house and he had these chords. And uh, the way we used to do it back then, he just used to put the um, the tape. drum machine on the well, the, well yeah the drum machine yeah. but a, a cassette mm. you know a 20 minute cassette and yeah. I, I was just riffing away over the top of it wow and uh, we, the tape ran out and he got to the end of it and he said um, oh, there was something you did at the beginning there that uh, was quite good and, and I almost sang the whole tune and the part of the lyric off, wow. off the top of my head so there we go I always like a song with a whistling section as yes. well often under a whistling section is it because you think you've tried maybe you had a guitar solo there you had a sax so you think we did it was it was it like a guide instrumental it, well, you I think assume, we'll keep it in I assume to be a solo a, a, yeah. you know a guitar solo but I am a compulsive whistler oh are you really oh, absolutely. you should have been a milkman well my dad was a painter and decorator oh, oh well that's oh, where really you got it from and no doubt about it but um, I drive people mad <laughs> except my missus she likes it because she knows how to find me you know, yeah. she near me two two blocks away sort of thing there was a great busker yesterday playing one of the stations I was going home Yeah, uh, and I, I can't remember what he was playing but the guy walking through the tunnel was whistling the song he was playing slightly <laughs> out of tune oh, a bit shame. I thought what's the point mate you're, <laughs> ruin, you're ruining it <laughs> but, uh, uh, have you kind of you've done a lot of kind of collaborative writing uh, over the years? Yeah, a fair bit. No, I mean, I'm not uh, one of these guys that, I mean, a lot of guys do that all the time and they're writing stuff every day. You know, I don't mm. do that. I, I don't write that many songs, really. Yeah. But um, I've, I've had the pleasure of writing with some really... You wrote yeah, an Eagles people. song, didn't you? A couple. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was um, a co-write, written by it's Jim Capaldi, Peter Vale and myself. We wrote that song, Love Will Keep Us Alive, right. which is their kind of comeback. Yeah. Mm. Hit. But uh, I also wrote one on their last album, because um, I, I I go back a little way. I knew Timothy Schmidt, you know, was the uh, guy with the high voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I first met him seventy five when we were over there with Ace when we, we had our big hit at the time, and he was in how a band. long? Yeah, how that's long? right. Yeah, he was in a band called Polko. 
at, mm-hmm. at that time. So the, uh, it's interesting because they were such prolific songwriters themselves. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting that they would reach out and want songs from other people. It was it? amazing, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was a case of. Um, when they got back together, I don't know how much communication they no, had no, between no. them. Well, watching that documentary about them, they just kind of flung about in different limos oh, at yeah. times. It, 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 it was all like that. they didn't particularly get on. But it was, you know, if we get back together, I mean, I know Timothy was particularly keen to get back the band back together because there was, you know, yeah. so much um, interest, shall we say. Sure. But, <laughs> quite a lot of interest on the money they made, I would exactly. imagine. And he, he could, he, at the time, he could have done with it. Yeah, So okay. he was like... If we could just do this run of ten gigs, yeah. I'll be sorted. And that was about twenty years ago. That's kind of parallel. Things sorry, I, sorry, one of the yeah. strangest things I ever saw though in Edinburgh was a band called the Dutch Eagles, oh, a yeah. tribute band. Yeah, and they did sound. They looked nothing like them at all. No, but they did sound like them, which is always very incongruous. Did they Does not it, sound the, a bit Dutch? Did no, they not? not really. <laughs> Take well, it we'll easy, push life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been running down the road. That'd be great, f- wouldn't it? There's yeah. a few actually. Uh, yeah, uh, illegal eagles is another oh, one. Really, yeah. There's quite yeah. a few. Yeah. Of them. It's, there's yeah. kind of football parallel there because you often hear there was infamously uh, the, the, Teddy Sheringham and Andy Cole were massive mates, but yeah. on the pitch together, got on. They yeah. could find a way of doing it yeah. in performance. And yeah. I suppose that if you've been in bands or or you've worked with musicians that that massively get on as people, but can just turn it on not on really. stage. No, I haven't, <laughs> you wouldn't want to put a band together like that. <laughs> no, would you, you wouldn't. Really? I, I wouldn't want to be in a band. Well, they now. all hate each other in a you know democratic <laughs> band. It's an absolute nightmare. Really. Yeah, but. Um, it's good when there's somebody's the gaffer. I mean, um, because I'm, I've been playing as well with Eric Clapton lately. Oh, he stops, oh wow! Sorry about dropping all the. Oh, that's a, yeah, no, that's, all right. that's not a bad one. That's it? not a bad well, one to I drop. I played cricket with him. Yeah, yeah that's good. A, well, well, there is, we are. Is he any good? Not so not bad. bad. Is he not yeah. bad? Yeah. Good. Every game he plays is his farewell match, and then he, he has another. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll make David English. Uh, oh yeah, yeah is he's David. I've seen him for ages. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he gets Eric out of retirement uh, the Bunbury, every year. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, we we turn out for them now and again. Oh, so excellent. and he gets uh, yeah, and Eric uh, says definitely the last game, Arthur. Definitely the last game. <laughs> play. Then he gets him to play the following year. So <laughs> that more, that, that must be that must be. Well, a, that's great. But you see, he's the gaffer. Yeah, and you're there to support him, and that's great. Um, when I when it's my band, you know, I'm kind of the gaffer, and they look to me. Sure. And I think it honestly it works better because most groups uh, there's not many stick together that long. No, that's true. You know, they uh, all kinds of fights about writing songs and all that. You're uh, you're touring uh, extensively next year, aren't yeah. you? Got a yeah. couple uh, next month as well. I see. Is that right? Well, that's a that's a different thing altogether. Okay. That's like actually a Christmas oh, thing, right. and it's with a big band. Oh, actually, so it's it's an, an orchestra now, really, because wow. it's uh, about ten years ago or so. I made an album with this big band of the usual suspects, you know, the chestnuts in the yeah swing style hmm. big band, seventeen piece, and and now we've added like um, a twelve piece string section, and they they are absolutely spot on. But we're doing uh, gigs in Germany, okay, with that and one gig at the Royal. Academy. That's right, Royal Academy of Music. I'm looking at it. 17th of December. But it's this a, year, this coming up. Yes, the yeah. 17th of December. It's a very small gig, though. It's a, but it's a beautiful nice. venue. You've got some competition from the world of football to kind of big band swing Christmas uh, songs. Right? Oh, Chris yeah. Kamara. Do you know Cammy? Of course. Cammy's brought yeah. out. I don't a, know him, but. He's brought out a swing, a kind of swing album, Has 22 he piece. Really? Band, he Not went into bad. the studio. It's good. Yeah, yeah I can he's imagine. Got, he's got a good voice. All ideas are singing in the shower at different clubs. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's 
Good, yeah. Excellent. I think every because of the kind of nature of the shower and the bit of kind of natural <laughs> yes. reverb you get, everybody <laughs> thinks they've got a great voice. Indeed. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, your tour, though, you get onto our Aberdeen in January. And is that, uh, do you kind of dip into the, the the other songs you've sung with other bands? Like oh, yeah. Tempted and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, Tempted, definitely. Uh, yeah. How Long. There's a couple of Mike and the Mechanic ones in there, the one you just played. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's six, seven, eight songs we always do. People expect it and it's not a problem. I love singing them anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I've made loads of solo albums as well so it's a it's a bit of a mixture and you love you, you've played a lot of sort of uh, soul stuff over the years a lot of Motown stuff you add into the yeah, set don't you we might throw a few uh, uh, things like that in I think uh, what's going on grooving I've been known to do them oh excellent yeah so yeah that'd be good uh, Sheffield Wednesday fan of course mm. and uh, Gary Monk's been in the news overnight we're going to play a little bit I think we've not heard this yet uh, Pep no, Cotet who was his assistant at a number of his clubs okay. is now the Birmingham manager they play <clears throat> Birmingham tonight Yes. and this was Gary when he was asked about Pep Cotet and his relationship with him and this is what he said in terms of the I don't know what it is is it interim caretaker head coach I'm not sure what his, what his title is but um, I don't speak I don't speak with him I think what's most important to me is, is when I'm assembling a staff around me to, to work with me, is the key for me is to give them opportunity, is to give them and show them complete trust, you know, and you hope that they repay that trust with hard work and loyalty. And sadly, not everyone has those values in their character. Some choose to, to pursue their own opportunities in, in the worst possible way. But I think the most important bit for me is, is you live and you learn, you know. Unfortunately for me, I didn't listen to a lot of people within football circles who warn me about the type of character he is. But... Um, yeah, that's an error in judgment for myself. But like I said, anything in life, you live and you learn. It was an error in judgment for me, but it's a mistake that I won't be making again in the future, and that's what you have to do. You have to move on from that. Wow. It sounds like you wanted to get that off his chest. Say what Paul. you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't often get that, do you, no, really? No, very rarely. Yeah, no, to your no, manager. None of the old uh, diplomatic... Nonsense no. <laughs> I don't know what he does. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's added a bit of spice to the game. Indeed, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought at one point there was a bit of a rumour that he might be coming to, to us as well. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that, that ship has sailed not, by the sound of that. I'm not on the inside. <laughs> That's track. definitely not happening. Yeah. No. The, uh, I'm all right with him, though. I think yeah. he's... I, I, I like Gary Monk. I think um, we're actually not playing that bad. Last mm. four or five games, we've been done by last late goals, which is a bit of a... yeah bit of a worry but um, you, have you got to know any of the players over the years or, or only any... the old school I, I don't yeah. I'm not close to it anymore I'm, no. I'm a fan I got my season ticket it's very funny actually because I, I found it a bit weird when I got to know them yeah it took a bit of the magic out of it they, kept, they were a bit human you know yeah. and it <laughs> took might, a bit they might have felt the same about you though <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah I know what you mean it's you know having that little bit of professional distance it's just yeah. I suppose the thing is that when you do meet them that uh, they live up to expectations because it would be be quite yeah. horrible if they didn't oh, yeah. I met really? Frank Lampard he was great yeah, exactly. I know you did. Yeah, I mean, my, uh, Harry Winks was in recently, and yeah, you know, you really want these are the boys that are still that's playing, and you really want to like really them. Nice. And, and yeah. he was a lovely lad, yeah. so it, it, that's important. You yeah. know, no, but I know you know when you're watching the game and it's like theatre. Yeah, it? it's on that pitch there, and then when you meet them in real life, and they, I'm always astonished how young they look because you always think they're kind of old fellas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. Or maybe that's just Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, tickets available, Paul, for all of the uh, all the shows in the new year. Yeah, indeed. Starts in as you said uh, up in Aberdeen, but we go all over. 
the country. Fantastic. And you're also, um, you've got a, a kind of a live album, kind of the best of the, the well, live gigs album. it's kind of an anthology. It's 20 years since I started my own little label. Yeah. You know, it's corner shop stuff, but we've got 20 years worth of live gigs recorded. Oh, wow. So um, a good friend of mine, Peter Van Hook, he's my kind of pal, manager, producer. He's had the uh, task of going through it. I, I couldn't go through it. <laughs> he says it's Brilliant. So it's going to be about five CDs or something. So Brilliant. you're going to have to be a fan to listen to that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the info at dot net. Uh, all the details of the tour and the links to buy tickets and of the uh, album and other matters besides. So lovely to see you, Paul, as always. Thank Paul you. wants Thank me you. to measure your inside leg before yes, you go. Oh, yeah, because uh, we shouldn't forget that. Paul used to go <laughs> to Andy's... No, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, he used to go to Andy's menswear uh, shop back in the day. Did you ever do Paul's inside leg? You oh, must have done at oh, some I'll point. I'll never forget it. <laughs> could, you, could you... I mean, could you measure him by eye? Could you measure him for a, uh, a bespoke suit? Just just by oh, looking yes. at him now. I'd say he's about a 29 inside leg. Oh, can, we, can you confirm right. or deny? <laughs> <laughs> what a great well, no. gift that is. <laughs> can you look at any man? Can you go, uh, Peter Crouch, 37, or whatever? Yeah, can you just, like you yeah, look at a bloke. He's got to be 36, 37. You'd yeah, say that, would you? Yeah, okay, well, we'll just... Uh, you, you'd be about 32, I'd say, wouldn't you? Uh, just, that's, you know what? Yeah, I'm a 30. <laughs> so I used to be 33, but I've shrunk. I'm John, about yeah. John, 32. John, 21, like yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, if you just mention a footballer, and Andy, just send them in this afternoon. Talksport.com, text 81089, TSH and J and Andy will uh, tell you their inside leg. Any great section that's going to be. This is what they want. This is how you get a Sony award. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. We were alerted the other I think by our old mate Andy Smart, actually. Apologies if it wasn't, I think it was, to uh, this tweet from uh, Farnham Town's uh, Harry Oakley. 
He said, just to let you know, uh, and it, this was uh, to the Sri Lankan uh, Football Federation, mm. just to let you know, Sri Lankan Football Federation, that my brother Charlie and I are eligible to play for you in your remaining World Cup qualifying games. We qualify through our late grandfather. Call us up. Well, I thought, that's intriguing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. So we thought we'd get the backstory and see if, if they've had any comeback. And uh, the sender of the tweet, uh, Farnham Town midfielder, Harry Oakley, joins us now. Harry, good afternoon. Afternoon, Paul and Andy. How are you both? Yeah, we're hey, good. Thanks. Well, this—I mean, this is what they used to call in football a "come and get me" plea. <laughs> but uh, it would normally be done through the agent. But I'm working on the basis you haven't got an agent, so you've gone direct. So, uh, have you had any? Let's, let's maybe start at the end. Did, did, have you had any comeback from Sri Lankan FA yet? Yes, there's been a bit of traction. So, obviously, when I sent the tweet out, it, like I say, it was sort of half serious, half a bit of a joke. But it's obviously gained a bit of attraction. Um, and we've had a bit of a scouting company get in contact with us uh, to sort of see, A, if we're serious, and B, you know, what the logistics would be. Um, there's obviously quite a lot of admin involved in terms of getting over there. would have to be a bit of self-funding. Um, but, yeah, no, we are serious, and uh, it has got a bit of legs. Did you... the... Sorry, Paul, how hmm. does the standard compare between Sri Lanka and Farnham Town? I mean, you must have had a look at some of the football there. Yeah, so most of the players in the Sri Lanka national team all play locally. Um, so in terms of obviously, I mean, we play in the 10th tier of English football. So without being sort of too disrespectful to the standard of Sri Lanka, um, I don't think, I mean, they are bottom of their World Cup qualifying group at the minute. Played five, lost five, and they haven't scored a goal. So I think any assistance they might need, um, you know, we'd be happy to help. Yeah, it'd be great to play in a World Cup, wouldn't it? What a <laughs> thing to be able to say. <laughs> so uh, have you always been aware of your Sri Lankan heritage? Yes, so um, say my late grandfather was Sri Lankan. We went over there, my brother and I, Charlie, went over there about three years ago, and um, that was to sort of take his ashes over and whatnot. So that was our first experience of the country. So went up to Jaffna in the north where he was from, Colombo, um, Candy. So we got, you know, we were there for about three weeks, so got to know the country, sort of fell in love with the place, really. So if we had a chance to represent them, you know, what an honour that would be. And it'd be a nice tribute to my granddad's life, I think, as well. Yeah, that's nice because you've kind of, you know, you've got sort of skin in the game. You've been there, you've you've fallen in love with the places. It's not just a sort of flag of convenience thing, is it? No, absolutely not. It's, um, you know, I wouldn't... My brother and I sort of debated this a few years ago, but again, you know, coming back to the point about sort of self-funding, it was it's sort of the, the times right now, I think, for both of us in our lives with work and sort of commitments and whatnot, we can sort of make a real good go of this. And to be fair, they've, they've got three games left in their qualifying group, and there's some tasty fixtures there. You've got, I think, the next one's North Korea away. That'd be quite a story. <laughs> and, then, and, then the, uh, and then the return ones, um, South Korea. Five five days later, it's South Korea. Cool. Home, so you never know. I could be marking uh, Son from Spurs, couldn't I? So yeah, that would be pretty bad. So can it can things move that quickly? From what you understand, Harry, potentially could could you be involved in those games if selected? Yeah, hoping so. So, I mean, I think it's going to be, it'd be quite a hectic four months. I think in terms of the admin side, it would need my mother to apply for dual citizenship first and then Charlie and I could sort of follow on from there. Um, so it would take a bit of admin, but I think four months is a reasonable time frame um, if we could get the paperwork going. Yeah, uh, you, I saw a little report as well. You've, you, you and your brother both played for the team and uh, you've both been uh, scoring goals. Yeah, probably more Charlie than me. I'm a centre-half. Oh, OK. I had one. I had one good week um, where I scored two and two, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in form. Um, but yeah, Charlie scores the goals. I try and keep them out. Well, That's good. Were you? Did you have uh, kind of uh, ambitions to be a pro? You or Charlie, or were you at pro clubs as kids? Or? 
Uh, we weren't a pro clubs as kids. I mean, we, we, we represented our sort of district team and we sort of we played to quite a high level there. I mean, in my district team, I had the uh, the Cardiff City goalkeeper, Neil Etheridge, uh, in there. So it was, it was, it was a pretty high standard. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've been on the semi-pro circuit for about sort of 10 plus years now. So no way around the game. Um, and you, you, you often come up against some good players at that level of football as well. So what's the next step then? You say you've got to go through this this admin process um, and have you got any idea when you, you could get the official thumbs up? Yeah, I think like I say, we're looking at, um, I think all the paperwork and whatnot would need to be submitted, I think a month prior to the qualification games taking place. So looking at about a three months timeline now. So okay. it'd be a case of getting all the paperwork submitted, trying to get a Sri Lankan passport, um, potentially have a trial with them. I mean, and I'm not sure they call us up about seeing us play first um, and then go from there. 26th of March, so a little bit tight for time, isn't it? Really, well, it could, it could, done, it could be done. Doable. Uh, you, obviously, you want to, I, I, I think, you know, the, the nature of things now, whether it's for YouTube or whatever, and whatever but you want to film this process, I would think, uh, Harry, wouldn't you? That would be to kind of document what goes on. Well, that might be a little yeah. bit difficult in Pyongyang to be filming. <laughs> I, I would maybe put the camera down there. But yeah, uh, I think, I mean, North Korea I think, wouldn't be a great idea. Yeah, I think North Korea away, they might, they might suspect we're spies or something. Yeah, that's so, the, yeah, yeah, we don't want it. We don't you've, you've already south. lost that game 5-0, whatever the score is. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because yeah, that's, that's the way it'll be, even if you win 10-0, the way it'll be reported is that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that the, uh, the, 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 the glorious leader came on with 10 minutes left and scored the winner. <laughs> Rose above everybody. Yeah, he did. He Rose like at the far foot. post <laughs> and nodded one in. Yeah. Well, look, uh, keep in touch, Harry. We'd love to know how it, it pans out. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Cheers. There we are. Harry Oakley there, who's uh, him and his brother Charlie hoping to turn out for Sri Lanka. Yeah, and then the next game's in the 4th of June, so there is a bit of a hold-up yeah, on the paperwork. That should be able to get it two done. careers Play, playing against Sonny. That would, be, uh, that would be an experience, wouldn't it? Question: You mentioned earlier on Paul Carrick was here, the singer, and he used to come into your menswear shop. And you felt, Andy, that you could, you could uh, look at a man and size him up just for, um, yeah, just for a uh, an inside leg measurement. You went twenty nine with Paul Carrick, and he thought that that sounded right. You went thirty two for me, and you were pretty much there. So who um, else? Who are you going to name? Well, one of the listeners, the the phone (laughs) system has just gone down, but he's asked for Paul. Paul Pesca Salido, which is a bit random, isn't it? Yeah, he's Who's... a shortish man. I'd say again, he's about a 29. You'd say, okay. 30, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't know how tall he was. He's what made you think he's. Seven. What makes it. <laughs> no, I think he's a bit taller than that. Are you yeah. really? Well, I don't know. I mean. I remember him playing. I'd say he was, you know, I don't see him as a giant. He was a sort of industrious, you know, okay. small. I just, how, I just, how tall is he? This came from James Evans. It's just the the randomness of suddenly saying Paul Pesca Salido. <laughs> I really do need to know this afternoon what his inside uh, leg measurement Perhaps might he's be. Planning, he's a friend of Paul's, and he's planning to buy him a pair of trousers <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> oh, of course, that's what it is. How could I? Uh, how could I not have known? Let's have a look. Five, actually, Andy, well played. Five foot seven. Well, there you go. You were spot on, so you've gone 29 <laughs> for the inside leg. I have, yeah. Paul or, or Karen, she can help us out as well, should she be in the mood. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. And uh, people seem quite intrigued with your skill of um, yes. guessing the inside mm, leg of someone bad, just eh? by sizing them up, just by looking at them from your old days in menswear, Absolutely. not the band. This is because the great musician, <laughs> uh, singer-songwriter Paul Carrick was in earlier on, and Andy used to... Um, 
basically sell him clothes when he had his shop yeah. back and, in the old. Uh, we, we relived the old times. I took his inside leg measurement. Yeah, it was left. great. Just for old times' sake, just to feel that tape measure <laughs> creep, <laughs> creeping up his inner thigh. So brought it all I've back. I've always got it with me round my neck. I suppose it does mark you out as a tailor, doesn't it? <clears throat> if you're always walking round with a tape measure around your neck. Do they st- when you're measuring an inside leg, do they not mm. use those ones that estate agents use with like a beam of light? <laughs> oh, no, you don't want to do that. You don't, <laughs> they not do that like a no, laser. You still, it's still got to be. You've got to touch. I mean, the only thing is in these kind of in these different times, the idea of mm. kind of thrusting your hand right into somebody's groin and saying well, well, twenty nine. I, I mean, you could do that then. I mean, I think that no, I think I the remember, laser. Beam, I remember doing Miss Diane's alterations from Crossroads. <laughs> Miss Diane from Crossroads <laughs> used to come in. in. Used to yeah. do her alterations only once. Yeah. That's right, okay. Susan Hansen, I think her name was. Oh, great right. knowledge. Yeah, there we are. That's one for the kids. Is that <laughs> on your business card? <laughs> I do like the idea of you. It would be a conversation well, starter. I did Miss Diane's Crossroads Inside Leg. It, it would be a great business card, though, would it? <laughs> it would be... Uh, it would be... A, 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 if people came in the studio to, to be guests on the show yeah. and you had a tape measure around your neck... <laughs> How long would it be before they... Yeah. How long would it be before... Always pins in your mouth. Yeah. The old show were pins in your mouth. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, welcome to... Oh, Paul Hawksby. Just to, Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah just good, stay yeah. there. Don't move, don't move. I'll just pin those. Yeah, this... It won't look like that. That stitching at the... Well, I didn't want this big white well, if it's a stitching. Long interview, on... You could have a tailor's out the back. By the end of the interview, could, we've yeah. done the suit. We could, have, we could do made-to-measure suits, couldn't we? It'd be like Dave's of Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Carrick sits down, you size him up, you'd say, why? And you look at him, and then basically, he, he's John got. comes in with a swatch, his cloth. <laughs> <laughs> and we say, Paul, good luck with the new album, good luck with the tour, and here it is. Here's your suit. Three piece Prince of Wales check. Turn around, turn around in 15 minutes. Not bad. That's right. You could do a, if somebody was in for half an hour, we could do a it's couple a, of suits for him, couldn't a, we? It's a good idea. Isn't it? What a great idea. Yes. yes. Okay. Have you ever seen, changing the subject completely, have you ever seen on Netflix a program called called uh, not a program a film called Zero Dreams of Sushi no I haven't seen oh, it it's no. a fascinating it's all about this guy in Japan who's yeah. got this incredible sushi restaurant it's ridiculously expensive mm. and you can't ever get in and he's got three Michelin stars I mean it's a for a wow. sushi bar and it's yeah, a little yeah, tiny yeah. little bar but he's lost one of his stars how do he do that because you can't book you can't go there I mean people like Barack Obama have been there all sorts of people uh, but you can't get in now unless you're you know somebody you book through a concierge of a luxury hotel or you're one of the chef's regulars and what level of celebrity would you need? I mean, would it be enough for you to say it's Paul Well, Hugh Jackman's been there. Okay, <laughs> Katy Perry. I, I, well, so Hugh Jackman, be, Katy Perry and Paul Hawksby. <clears throat> if you were to say, if you were to say uh, Talk Sports Andy Jacobs, you know, that might get you through <laughs> no the door. whatsoever. It's a bit, I can see why they've taken a style. It's, it's horribly elitist, isn't it? The only way you can get it in is. there is that, yeah, that you're famous. True, yeah. Although there's quite a lot of restaurants over here like that. There's quite it? a lot of controversy because the guys just come out and there's a, a restaurant in France that have lost their coveted third star. Yeah. And the chef is actually suing the Michelin guide because oh. apparently that'd be a great court case when the old Michelin man comes in <laughs> <laughs> they can't get him in the yeah, witness box <laughs> can't get him through that little gap in the witness box it's very true like made of tyres he wants a symbolic one euro in damages claim the downgrade came after a Michelin inspector mistakenly thought he'd adulterated a cheese souffle with English cheddar oh I've heard about this using a French variety yeah I've heard about oh, this what a heinous oh, crime what an heinous what did you say there heinous oh, I, I, I often go with heinous <laughs> oh do you yeah <laughs> I don't see why actually. How do you say the word onus? <laughs> 
Or I'll make Kent You've got Garrison. To the, the, I, I, yeah. I meant uh, heinous. I go, you can go heinous, you can go heinous, but I'd go heinous if I was you for, for this time of day, certainly. Very much so. Yeah. The Duke of Kent, he's Oh, in is the he news. coming in? No, he's not coming we in. We can knock him up a Duke of Kent check suit, can't we? <laughs> That's a Prince of Wales. Yeah, I, I, I know, do, I know. Don't think they do a Duke of Kent. No. President of the All England, this is his official capacity, President of the yeah. All England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club. Yeah. Uh, yesterday received Mr. Ian Hewitt, chairman. Did he? And then in the evening he went Fortune to... Fortune and turn of phrase that is. I know. He went to uh, a, an evening of a recital and dinner at Buckingham Palace, which he held, right. the London Philharmonic Orchestra. And I was there, actually, and the first tune, the band played... Wherever he goes, they must play that as he walks in the room. And he, oh, you guys, he says. Yeah, fantastic. Didn't really If you invite the London Philharmonic Orchestra to Buckingham Palace and they all turn up without their instruments... I mean, you say, well, we didn't know. We thought you just invited us for a drink. Dinner. Is there an expectation that you've got, they've got at least one song? Ridiculous. I suppose there is, isn't there, really? Uh, what inside leg is Peter Crouch, says Ian, in Liverpool? Andy, what would you go for oh, if you were, if you were having a guess? It's got to be 36. You'd go 36 for Crouching? Got to be. Yeah, I'd say be I'd say to Crouch, you'd call in and confirm that, but I know you can't speak <laughs> based on beat. It was a quite incredible mm. voice, and they all just kept openly laughing mm. at him, the rest of the panel. <laughs> no, Gary Lineker giggling. It was quite funny though, because yeah. he was trying desperately well, to, to good of him to, turn to be out. a pundit. He, he could have phoned to in to be sick. a pundit. I wonder if they knocked it when they only gave him half of his money. Do you think they they wouldn't do that, BT? No. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't knock no, him back. Say, well, sorry, contract. Pete, you're only on air for less than uh, you just did the pre-match. So we're just pro rata. It's we'll not like here. To if we finish down. a minute early, that gets knocked off. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the meter, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, tonight it's on Sky Sky mm. One at nine o'clock. Cricket's funniest moments. Wow, that'd be or, good. Or, as I like to call it, a selection of England's best collapses. Yeah, <laughs> be tremendous. That'd be good. Who's the, who's the introducing it? It doesn't say it. Okay, because well, Phil Tufnell's done a number of videos like that, hasn't he? Or yeah. DVDs. Cat has done a few of those. Oh, you do so, get yeah. some funny moments. Oh, you do get some very good moments. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll tune in. I'll, I'll probably record it anyway. <laughs> Only if Chelsea are three 0 up. Yeah, <laughs> then you'll tune. Oh no, we're playing at five fifty-five. Oh yeah, you early kickoff, aren't That's you? Right. Yeah. And um, now people are asking. Paddy says, uh, "I'm six foot one, a thirty-four inch waist, and forty-four jacket. Could Andy guess my inside leg? What a bit twisted all this, isn't it? Could you guess? So he's the thirty-four inch waist, probably a 30, six foot one. 30, I'd go thirty-three. I'd say he's thirty-three. Leg, I'd 33 go, Paddy. I'm, I'm, I've got I've got no knowledge of uh, menswear, but I'm I'm going, <laughs> I'm going like thirty-three all day. From David there, Daniel, Andy. What do you think the Spurs player Joseph Dominguez's inside <laughs> leg is? <laughs> About twenty-three. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> he was very small man, short legs. Yeah. Um, Sue Aston used to come into my greengrocer's shop in Isleworth. Oh, uh, says go. Ray. Now of all sorts in Camberley. Well, hello, Ray. Good afternoon to you. Um, yeah, she, she was all. Sue Aston or Sue no, Aston? This is Sue Aston who was. I think it was in uh, Crossroads. That's Sorry Sue about Hansen. this. Uh, folks. It's not Sue Aston, Susan Hanson. This is somebody else. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What, Nobody cares, Andy. Sue Aston Nobody cares. That's what I do. Let's just, well, do it in <laughs> your own time then. Don't inflict it on the listeners. Have you got anything? Torquay have lost four in a row. That's great, isn't it? No, it's terrible. No, I'm sorry. No, it's not great. It's just... Johnson what? out. They've got an injury crisis. Actually. No, no, it's not. It's not, not you're not, I'm looking at the producer and I'm sure no, Charlie not, Baker, no one's saying Johnson out for the no, job he's done. They've got no the players, he says. They, yeah. They, you know, it's a bit unfortunate. It's been quite a shock to watch this... This very difficult period for our mm. producer and uh, our friend Charlie Baker, as they he was there at Eastleigh last yeah. night, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, there was a late fight, that wasn't it? it was three 0 down to three two. So I mean, that yeah. showed a bit of fight, didn't it? At the yeah, end, true. Do you want to see here the most obvious thing written in the mm. newspapers today? 
It's uh, it's concerning Donald Trump. She says, Donald Trump will be at Buckingham Palace next week yeah. when the Queen hosts NATO leaders. Mm. Prince Andrew is not invited. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> old Don's not got him as guest of honour, to be honest, yeah, really. Um, do you know, it's ten years to the day since um, Tiger Woods was reversed off of his driveway in Orlando. His mm. old world came crashing around his ears, collided with a fire hydrant and ploughed into a neighbour's mm. tree. Ten, ten years ago to the day. Really, up till the Masters this year, they had moments of coming back and going, yeah. he, he really has turned it around. Look at the old domino effect I from, hope he's from that moment. Sport. I still think it's the greatest sporting achievement of this year, almost. I mean, I think the England winning the World Cup and all that, but it's up there, isn't it? No, no, of course it is, it yeah. really The is fact he won yeah. another major when so people really couldn't he, see know, it. wins overseas sports personality. I think I think uh, Raheem's uh, very much in the box seat for although yeah. you know Ben Stokes got a very good Stokes, chance. Yeah, everybody has who's on the shortlist, but yeah, I, I would imagine Raheem will, uh, will will clean up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow from uh, one, and of course there'll be another podcast at around five o'clock available. So if you can't make the show, Lovely. then we'll catch up with you on the podcast. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.